This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, December 14th. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Climate change outpacing California water infrastructure. Turning almond hulls into fungi balls. McConnell's deadline and stubborn food prices. Report. California needs urgent water infrastructure investments. The nonpartisan Milken Institute has issued a report leveling harsh criticism of California's approach to water investment. The Santa Monica-based think tank describes the state's infrastructure as aging, underdeveloped, and falling behind on changes in the water supply. It lists several policy barriers, ranging from inconsistent federal funding to state policies that delay projects. Among the solutions, the report suggests developing a centralized agriculture water infrastructure center for excellence. The council would identify projects to prioritize, guide funding plans, and ensure federal and state partners deliver on financing. UC Davis turns almond hulls into edible fungus balls. UC Davis researchers have repurposed almond hulls and coffee grounds into a source of protein known as mycofoods. They report that the edible fungi balls have an untapped potential to help feed developing countries. The fermenting process takes just a fraction of space required for traditional agriculture. Freeze-drying the balls creates a soft, spongy texture, but the fungi can also work as cake topping or provide scaffolding for cultured meat products. This is really just the beginning, said Zane Starkwolf, CEO of local startup seeking FDA approval for the balls. Negotiators announce spending framework. Congressional negotiators continue to make progress on a year-end deal to fund the government for fiscal 23. Leaders of the House and Senate Appropriations Committees announced last night they had reached an agreement on a bipartisan, bicameral framework that will allow them to finalize details of the omnibus spending bill. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said the package must be passed by the end of the day, December 22nd. We intend not to be back here between Christmas and New Year's, and if we can't meet that deadline, we would be happy to pass a short-term CR into early next year, he told reporters. Now, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said negotiators are working tirelessly to close out the omnibus. By the way, McConnell expressed optimism yesterday that Republicans would have better Senate candidates across the board for 2024 than they did in some cases this year. McConnell directly blamed former President Donald Trump for GOP losses in several states this year. He said, quote, Our ability to control the primary outcome was quite limited in 22 because the support of the former president proved to be very decisive in some of these GOP primaries, McConnell said. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. 
Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Food prices continue to support inflation. Supermarket prices rose another half percent in November, offsetting declines in energy costs and fueling fresh GOP attacks on President Joe Biden. Senate GOP Whip John Thune of South Dakota blamed the continued inflation on the administration's policies and spending. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow said the overall consumer price index is, quote, going in the right direction, going down. The CPI was up a tenth of a percent for the month. Now, keep in mind, FMI, the Food Industry Association that represents Walmart and Kroger and other major grocery chains, warns food prices will remain elevated for some time because supply chain issues will take time to recalibrate and work through the system. South Dakota governor seeks state CFIUS to review foreign land deals. South Dakota Governor Christy Nome and some state legislators want to create the Council on Foreign Investment in the U.S. in their state to investigate foreign land purchases. A bill proposed by State Senator Aaron Tobin and Representative Gary Kamek would establish a Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, South Dakota. CFIUSSD would be chaired by the Governor's General Counsel and include the state's Agriculture Secretary and Homeland Security Director, as well as an agriculture expert who owns at least 160 acres of South Dakota agriculture land and an expert on national state security. Now, take note, several Missouri legislators are drafting bills targeting foreign ownership as well. Some of these would just prohibit new purchases beyond the state's current 1% cap, while others, well, they propose banning all foreign ownership entirely. Board probes UP's use of embargoes. This week, the Surface Transportation Board has brought together Union Pacific and a few of the shippers that use its service to discuss the company's increased use of railroad embargoes as a congestion control measure. Embargoes allow railroads to restrict the movement of freight to and from certain points, although some customers do obtain permits allowing for transport of their goods. Union Pacific has imposed more than a 1,000 embargoes so far this year, compared to just five in 2017. In response to questions from STB Chairman Martin Oberman, UP CEO Lance Fritz said yesterday that embargoes are, quote, a last resort and only used if there is a real or immediate threat to the fluidity of the network. Another day of hearings is planned for today. Poll. Impacts of opioid crisis linger in rural areas, but awareness has increased. Rural residents are more willing to talk about the opioid crisis than they were five years ago. That according to a new poll from the American Farm Bureau Federation and the National Farmers Union. About 60% of the 2,000 rural adults surveyed said residents in their community were more aware of the opioid crisis than they were five years ago, while 77% reported feeling comfortable 
having a conversation about opioids. Now take note, more rural adults also now believe rural communities have higher rates of opioid misuse than urban and suburban areas than they did five years ago. Nearly half of those surveyed said they know someone who is or has been addicted to opioids or prescription painkillers. Here's today's He Said It. The Trump-era rule threatened their livelihoods. That California Attorney General Rob Bonta, who joined with several other states in supporting stronger federal rules on worker misclassification. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, December 14th. Brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly. 